0: This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. Whatever business you're in, BT's got your back, with reliable connectivity to keep you connected as you grow. Search BT's Got Your Back. This is The Times afternoon briefing on Thursday, the 22nd of September. The former Russian president has reiterated Moscow's nuclear threat to the West. Dmitry Medvedev, who is also a member of Russia's Security Council, said strategic nuclear weapons could be used to defend annexed Ukrainian territory. Well, that comes after President Putin backed so-called referendums in four occupied regions and warned NATO he was not bluffing about using nuclear weapons. Well, those comments were condemned by Liz Truss and Joe Biden in their remarks to the UN General Assembly. The Prime Minister accused Moscow of sabre-rattling. General Sir Richard Sheriff was NATO's Deputy Supreme Allied Commander in Europe. He's told Times Radio he
1: agrees with the Prime Minister. This is the mark of a desperate man. Uh, He's looking to reinforce failure. He's scrambling around, desperate to try and stem the chaotic retreat of Russian forces recently in Ukraine. But the bottom line as well with Putin is, remember, he only respects strength, as is the traditional thing with Russia. And we have got to remain strong. So what the prime minister said in New York is absolutely right. But as the war of
0: words intensified, a remarkable prisoner swap took place between Moscow and Kyiv. That's all the release of five British nationals who had fought alongside Ukrainian forces. They've now been identified by the Foreign and Commonwealth Office. So what is going on here? The Times' diplomatic correspondent is Catherine Philp. It's, it's a sort of good, bad cop routine he's playing himself by threatening on one hand nuclear strikes uh, to communicate to the West that the cost of doing battle in Ukraine is too high. At the second, on the on the other hand, showing that he's someone you can do business with because he will uh, strike a deal to hand over some some uh, foreign, foreign prisoners. Police in Huddersfield have arrested a 16-year-old in connection with the fatal stabbing of a student yesterday afternoon. The 15-year-old boy, who has not been named, was attacked outside North Huddersfield Trust School in Fartown. He later died in hospital. The Health Secretary, Therese Coffey, has told Times Radio she's going to be driven by the data as she seeks to improve waiting times for GP appointments. Under the plans, patients in England should be able to see a doctor within two weeks or sooner for urgent conditions. Well, they'll also be able to compare local waiting times in a bid to force surgeries to improve. But the shadow health secretary, Wes Streeting, told Times Radio that the problems in the NHS have been caused by the Conservatives.
1: The Conservatives at this stage are asking for permission to, to tackle the NHS crisis. It's a bit like an arsonist asking for permission to put out their own fire. They've cut GPs in the last decade, they've failed to deliver the new GPs their promises. We've lost 330 practices since the last election alone. This is an abysmal record of failure. And I think it's clear after 12 years that the longer the Conservative Party is in power, the longer patients will wait.
0: And the government has confirmed it is lifting the postponement on fracking in England as part of plans to make the country less reliant on foreign gas imports. The ban was brought in in 2009 over concerns the process of extracting shale gas could cause earth tremors. Well the government's now given the go ahead for it to start again but says future applications by developers will only be considered where there is local support. And you can get more on these stories throughout the day on Times Radio.
1: A lot can happen in 3 years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend.